0: Welcome to the Pinfall Podcast. I am your host, Liz. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host,
1: Marcus. That's me. I look like floating head right now.
0: You kind of do. But we're both wearing
2: dark-colored shirts today. Yeah. Mine's gray.
1: So, this is dynamite. Um, I didn't get a chance to change the the graphic today, so it's still... Last week's uh, Young Bucks vs. Jurassic Express for the tag title. I was stuck in the office from 6.30 in the morning to 5.30 in the afternoon. He's a working man, as they say. I I was in the office for 11 hours.
0: Funny, I slept for 12.
1: Nice. Good for you. I wish it was me. Um. All right. So, this is the go home to forbidden door. Um. And well, let's just let's get start right off the bat with the elephant in the room. Mister Brian Danielson's no longer on the card. He confirmed today. He will not be facing Zack Saber Jr. But instead. Replacing him is uh, one person he very much respects and another amazing technical wrestler. Um, now, who that is exactly? will be left a mystery until Forbidden Door, but uh, we, you and I, and, and I think the majority of Twitter, um, is under the, the firm belief that it is a Mr. Claudio Castagnoli, formerly known as Cesaro.
0: Yeah, I firmly believe that.
1: Yeah, and it only makes sense because last we saw um it might not have been the last time we saw Cesaro, but the last time we saw Daniel Bryan with Cesaro was um Cesaro fighting Roman Reigns using Daniel Bryan's moves, uh most notably the uh the Lebel lock. And they had a great respect for each other at the end of dane o'brien's time in wwe um and and cesaro is a wonderful technical wrestler but that also begs the question who else could it be instead i saw the that is name, a question i saw the name gresham thrown out there i don't gresham think that's has possible. thrown out there Gresham is a member the leader of the Foundation, and I don't think he'd team up with uh, Blackpool Combat Club for two weeks. Um there's you mentioned Josh Alexander. I think you mentioned Josh Alexander, right? You did. did. I did. Um That's possible. And it would truly be Forbidden Door if that were the case. But I don't think Josh beats Zach, and I don't think Scott Demore would loan out their world champion to lose to Zach Sabre Jr.
2: No, I don't think
0: so either. But I just think it kind of sucks, like that it's probably going to be Zach losing.
1: I don't think it's that terrible of a thing because Zach is kind of untouchable right now. He's kind of bulletproof. In the way that Seth Rollins is. He can keep eating losses and keep getting back up. And Zach is not in any title picture. He's not in the the, the top of the card. So you give him a loss here. You build him back up. And I think it's easy. Liz is taking care of some, some hair problems right now.
0: I just noticed that my part was like fucked up. Like in a very profound sense of the word. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, you catch those things on camera and you're like, ah.
1: No. I mean, we could throw out some other technical wrestlers. Josh Woods. Um, Lee Moriarty. Should be an easy win for Zach. Uh, Daniel Garcia. He's not on the card. No. Daniel Brian Danielson would not... Would not... (laughs) Respect Daniel Garcia one bit. No. Yeah. Um... Who's another technical wrestler? I
2: don't
1: know. uh, I think... Cage match lists wrestlers by their um, um
2: by their their class. No. Looks like they don't. Cesaro's really the only one. He's the only one that really makes sense, I think. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Um I yeah, I don't know who else. Brian Danielson would be like vouching for at this point. And plus, everyone's been talking about since Cesaro, or since uh, Blackpool Combat Club formed that Cesaro would be a perfect fit. Because he would be. And he was also William Regal's last match. Last televised match.
0: Well, then there you go. I think that I think it makes the most sense. I mean, also, like I've said multiple times, Daniel Bryan hates Eddie. Eddie hates Cesaro. Daniel Bryan's a shit disturber. Mm -hmm. He would absolutely choose Cesaro and be like, this is our new buddy. And Eddie's gonna be like. I
1: don't know about that, actually. But that also begs the question. Would we see Cesaro get
2: bloody? Yeah, I'm sure we would. Now, there is also Kushida.
0: I don't think it's Kushida.
1: He is a great technical wrestler.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's Kushida, though. Because that's not forbidden door. That's New Japan versus New Japan.
1: Yeah, and although we have AEW versus AEW, I don't think Tony Khan wants to book New Japan versus New Japan at all. No. We saw how that happened with Ring of Honor. That didn't go over so well. Um... And considering that this is dream match, the dream match of dream matches, you give the people what they want, and what they want is Cesaro. No ifs ands or buts.
0: Assuming that he hasn't re-signed with WWE, which is also rumored. So,
1: it's rumored, but at the same time, I don't. I don't buy it. I'd believe it if if it were to happen, but.
0: I mean a rumor is a rumor is a rumor, all these are
2: rumors.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um. But I also I I wanna see Cesaro get a little bloody, get a little gutty, get a little
2: Andy. And work under William Regal
1: once more. Yeah. Um, but Let's give a little. You talked a little bit about the episode. We'll continue with the nutshell a bit. Uh, we had Rapongi Vice and Orange Cassidy versus United Empire. We had Christian Cage addressing his actions. Um, Malachi versus Penta Oscuro for the All Atlantic Championship tournament qualifier. Um, we then had Silas Young versus Hangman Page. Great match. Um, bu- 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 bu, which resulted in uh, Okada coming out, and that's gonna be a fatal four-way at uh, Forbidden Door. Um, then we had Marina Shafir versus Tony Storm, and finally Jericho and Archer versus John Moxley and Hiroshi Tanahashi. Great episode,
2: all across the board.
1: Oh,
2: yeah, a single really bad happened. match. Yeah. Um, Did you talk about Marina and Tony? Yeah. yeah.
1: I thought that was a fantastic match. And the that moment, well, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about some news.
2: Sure.
0: All right, news time. Time to talk about the news. Um, there's a child screeching below me. Cat. No, that's a human child. Yeah. Um, let's talk about some WWE news real quick. I guess. I think. I oh, don't know. There's quite a bit of news. Um, if you don't like spoilers for NXT UK, don't listen for the next five seconds. Um. And if you don't like being pissed off, actually, don't listen for the next five seconds. Um, There's spoilers from the NXT UK tapings. Um, so at this point, it's interesting Um, for the tag titles. Oliver Carter is injured. So he and Ashton Smith, you know, the two people that were like supposed to get the titles and like have been working very, 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 very diligently to well, they get did the titles. Get oh, yeah, yeah. The people who have the titles, unfortunately, Oliver Carter is injured, and Oliver Carter and Ashton Smith now have to vacate the titles. Sucks a lot because like they really worked hard for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had a four-way elimination match where um, there was Dave Mastiff and Jack Stars, there was Mark Andrews and Wild Boar, and D Family, um, and the people who won were Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen.
1: I didn't mention them in the...
0: Right, because that's why I added them last.
1: Oh, okay. okay, Yeah. Man, um, I, the, what a missed opportunity to give it to Dive Familia.
0: Literally, like, yeah, I, Jack Stars, Dave Mastiff, Sheridan, sure, whatever. Mark Andrews, Wild Boar, sure, I kind of get it, whatever. hmm But, like, you've got a coherent, consistent group
1: of good wrestlers.
0: And you give it to Brooks and Jensen.
1: Now, I don't think out of out of those four, I don't think Brooks and Jensen are the worst choice. Mark Andrews mm-hmm. and Wild Boar, I think, is the worst choice.
0: Right. That's why I just went through the whole list, and yeah, those two are the, the first two teams I mentioned are not yeah. anything to bat an eyelash at. But like, mm. um.
1: I I do think that Brooks and Jensen they're they're a good team and they their gimmick like they're doing a good job with the gimmick that they have, um. But I don't think it's the right time for them to have a title, especially, especially
0: not the NXT UK title.
1: I'm hoping it's it's a very short stint that they got. Maybe Die Familia wins it in a one on one or two on two.
0: Maybe. Um. Moving quickly though cuz there is quite a bit of news. Jordan Devlin has a new name. Um uh, as he goes over to NXT 2.0.
1: I want to want to preface this by saying we didn't watch NXT last night. Yeah. Unfortunately.
2: Yeah. I unfortunately. I, I kind of want to watch it every week now. I like it. I exist through it. <laughs>
0: Um anyways Jordan Devlin has a new name. His new name is J d McDonough, which sounds like a kid I like went to high school with
1: yeah it's it's definitely like i i I understand why they changed Jordan Devlin because that's his real name um but Devlin that's just like a that's a good name j. d. McDonough is like you took the fact that he's Irish and you made that the gimmick yeah.
0: I, don't know. Um, I mean, of course, Mark, he's got some semblance of a non-American culture. We've yeah. got to make it into a character.
1: Yeah. But I am lo- um, i am looking forward to see what he does in NXT, all the matchups they could throw him with.
0: I literally have zero interest in seeing him. I cannot stand him in the slightest. No matter how much they foist him upon me, it's just...
1: Oh, should mention the reason that this is happening is because Devlin and Ilya Dragunov had a title match, which was Loser Leaves Town, or Loser Leaves NXT UK, and obviously Devlin lost, and that brings him over to NXT Prime.
0: It's like getting fired, but then getting promoted.
1: Essentially, yeah. You go over to corporate.
0: Yeah. Um, also in WWE news, Rhea Ripley, obviously was removed from the money in the bank match. Why was Rhea Ripley removed from the money in the bank match? That is because, um, she, like, I don't remember how this happened. I know it happened in a match, but like, she basically got thrown in a way that her body went towards the ropes, her foot hit the ropes, and then her knee going back with the leg hit her in the fucking forehead
1: it was a ddt from liv morgan uh which resulted her in rolling forward yeah and then uh yeah conking herself yeah
0: and now she has a brain injury um
1: so she, a concussion
0: well it's listed as a brain injury so i don't know if it's a concussion
1: I I feel like it's a good bet.
0: Um but yeah, so she was originally supposed to be facing Bianca Belair for the Women's Championship at Money in the Bank. And now it's Carmella for whatever fucking reason because Carmella is the one person where they're like, "Hey, are you busy?" No, okay, come on.
1: I I want you all to know Carmella hasn't wrestled in months. Yeah. Um and you've got this whole like when when I first heard about this and them finding a replacement my first instinct was Alexa Bliss, and I'm like, okay, that'd be a pretty good match. That that you could make that work, but instead you pull Carmella out of nowhere, a person that hasn't built up a, a slew of wins recently, to go for it just as a, a throwaway feud for for Bianca. And and Alexa Bliss would be perfect because she can have a loss and then. You know, she's kind of this enigma right now that can change over time. One loss doesn't really mean anything to her.
0: Um, I don't know. Um, in addition to this WWE news, there's also more WWE news about people leaving and going. Um, The most recent person to leave WWE is Dewey Foley, McFoley's son who originally did a lot of the writing for 205 Live. Um, apparently, he left the company in April. He was not cut. He chose to leave. Um, So I guess maybe like 205 Live ended and he was like, well, the, what the fuck am I doing?
1: You know? Yeah. And I mean, you said he was a writer?
0: Yeah, he did a lot of uh, 205 Live stuff.
1: I, I can't imagine being a writer is... And-
0: By allowed two o five live, I mean he was the lead two o five live writer.
1: Okay, so he's not one of the people competing for storylines. Um.
2: Yeah, I mean, what's he gonna do?
1: Write for level up, which has like no writing. Yeah. At least two o five live, that was fun. I remember, I remember some great stuff. Even late two o five live was was decently fun.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, that has come to a close. Um, Also, in some not WWE news, we'll go back to WWE actually at the end of this, but um, not WWE news, Kushida debuted for New Japan.
1: Speaking of 205 Live.
0: Ah, segue. (laughs) Um, Didn't even notice. Um, But yeah, so Kushida is now in New Japan. Um, I believe he's going to start wrestling soon. I don't think it's going to be during the G1 obviously because the G1 has been announced and all the blocks have been decided
1: but Um, I think for Road it was I think they announced uh, some tag matches um where I think it's Taiji um and someone versus Kushida and I think Bushi I think he's teaming with LIJ right now Mm -hmm. um I think if my memory is correct um but they have already lined up some tag matches with Kushina. Yeah.
0: And speaking of New Japan, Will Osper announced that his father beat Cancer, Um, which you know, good for his father. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, like great that. news. Um, Then in some everything else news <laughs> grab bag, I don't know. Potpourri is the Jeopardy would say. Um <laughs> There is going to be wrestling returning to um the Mall of America. Oh. Apparently first wrestling are going to host Saturday night nitro in lieu of WCW Nitro having performed at Mall of America. Um on September 10th. So and it's weird because I'm like, oh wow, September 10th, that's a while away. And now I like realize that if I think that too much, it's probably gonna be September 10th tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I mean it was only June 1st yesterday.
0: Yeah. Um so, yeah, that's going to be exciting. A fun little rebirth of an era. Yeah. Um. Also, we have an update to the Wrestling Entertainment series. Um, they have a new card. Because they originally were supposed to go on a couple, like a last week or something, I think. Um, they originally scheduled for June 4th, but now it's being rescheduled for July 9th. And it's going to take place at the Motor Point Arena in Nottingham, England. And it's going to be on Fight TV in case you want to watch it for whatever hey, that's, reason.
1: That's the one put on by AOP, right? Correct, Amundo.
0: And the full lineup is as follows Alistair. Al, I'm going to say Alistair. Alistair Overeem versus Moose for the World Championship.
1: What World Lena
0: Championship? The. Oh. <laughs> the only one. <laughs> Um, Lena Fanin, aka Nia Jax versus CJ Perry, aka Lana, um for the Women's World Championship. Then AOP versus BT Gunn and Kez Evans for the World Tag Team Championships. Then Steph DeLander, aka Persia Perota, ver- and Anastasia versus She Wolves, don't know who they are, um, for the women's tag team championships. Then we've got Samurai Del Sol Callisto, aka Callisto, sorry. I skipped a word or two. (laughs) Um, Versus Lince Dorado, which you know, the match we probably should have gotten in SmackDown a while ago and never got. Um, And then we got Mojo Rawley, currently known as Dean Mutati, versus Damo Mackle, aka Killian Dane. Big Damo. Big Damo. And the pre-show is going to be Levis Valenzuela, okay, I knew I was gonna fuck that up. Levis Valenzuela Jr., formerly known as Noe Jose, versus oh. Jody Fleisch, and Eric Young versus Zach Zodiac.
1: You know, honestly, that doesn't sound like a bad card. Like it's very yeah. well put together.
0: They lost Killer Cross, Diana Perazzo, Chelsea Green, Madison Rain, Neil Dashwood, Mike Bennett, Biff Busick, Dirty Dango, Wesley Blake, and Steve Macklin. So, it's, they did lose a lot, but I mean, they kind of made up for it.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of it now is matches that you can pretty much guess who's going to win. Um Like, AOP is definitely getting those tag titles. Moose is definitely getting that world title. Um, But I mean, I'd, I'd watch it.
0: There's definitely, there's like somebody interesting in every single match, which is good for them, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't pay money for it, but I would pay time for it
0: um also speaking of other wrestling um Paige is going to be at starcast v five i don't know whatever you have you want to fucking say it cool
1: so good for her they've, they've got like every big wrestler showing up there whether it's guest starring on a podcast with renee actually wrestling or just doing like a meet and greet they got like everyone
0: Um, yeah. Okay. Would love to not have been... I just got guided away from my bookmarks. Um, yeah. So, I... Could be awesome.
2: Um. Also, uh, god, there's, like, so much shit. Um. So, I guess let's get into some...
0: WWE news. Um, because apparently John Laurinaitis is on administrative leave. Bruce Pritchard was named interim head of talent. Which
2: is um better. It's not the worst thing, I guess. I don't
0: know. Um, and then in addition to that, several new law firms are investigating the WWE for, um the the settlement and the fact that this affects shareholders. Yeah. Um, there is Scott and Scott attorneys who kind of started it. Um, then the Shaw law firm announced an investigation um, intended to focus on whether WWE issued false and or misleading statements and or failed to disclose information pertinent to investors. The Rosen law firm, the Brager Eagle and Squire and oh fuck me thought I was done with it the Rosen law firm separate law firm and the Brager Eagle and Squire and Labaton Sutro. I don't know if that's all one name or not. It's not clear. Um, I have also all sent out press releases, um, about how they're investigating. Um, okay. That's three, that's three separate law firms. Labaton and Sutro is something else. Okay. Um, Rosen, is, Rosen, Rosen Law Firm is going to do a class action for investor losses. Brager, Eagle, and Squire's investigation is going to focus on um, whether WWE has violated the federal security laws and or engaged in other unlawful business practices. And Lapitan's Citro is investigating potential violations of federal securities laws. Good fucking God.
1: I don't see any reality where WWE gets away scot-free in every one of these there cases. can't be. No. I could see them getting out like maybe one or two, but all of them?
0: Well, I think the thing is is that for a lot of the ones that are like trying to recoup investor losses, mm-hmm. there's going to be losses. Yeah. And that's not hard to prove, that the losses come at the same time as all of these claims from um, this woman. Like whether whether they could be like, oh, this is bullshit or not. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. The losses are coming at the helm of these claims, and that yeah. it's probably not bullshit. So.
1: And a lot of these claims could also be to run uh, WWE's law budget dry. Cause right. No, that's
0: one thing that somebody said was that if you're a woman who was ever like mishandled by the WWE, now is the time to strike, and the law firms are doing exactly that on mm-hmm. a different side of the coin. Um, where they're like well they've got a weak spot
1: yeah it's it's a tactic a lot of uh, law firms have done but i mean mostly in like single cases where you you keep extending the um the case further and further so that the, the defendant or the prosecutor um runs out of money yeah you bleed them dry
0: yeah um all right so last piece of news because obviously we could talk about the WWE losing money every fucking day of this week mm-hmm. um booker t mm-hmm. finally commented mm-hmm. on his shitty little comments um Regarding the comments the comments are very specifically as follows and he is saying that these are taken out of context it's a very long comment so there's a lot of context that you would assume is already there. He said, "If Adam Cole has, has ooh, I love talking.' If Adam Cole has to have surgery and he's down for six nine months, and he you know loses any more muscle, it's going to be hard on this brother. You know what I'm saying? Right now he's about a buck sixty. We got to get more weight on Adam Cole. You know what I mean? That's his problem. He's light, bottom light. We got to get some muscle on this kid. That's probably one of the reasons why he's going out there getting hurt because it can't be the schedule at AEW. And now he's saying that those comments were taken out of context, and it's like."
3: No.
1: <laughs>
0: you gave the context. The context is in the quote.
1: Adam Cole's a fucking workhorse. Like, he, he's been wrestling so much between his time in WWE and now here in AEW. It, it's... I mean, it's just unfortunate getting injured, but it's not going to stop him from getting injured. Like... It
2: just... it It's like... Why, whether or not Adam Cole has like
0: peak physique, I don't fucking know. I don't know what peak physique is anymore. Like he's a good fucking wrestler. Why do we care? I don't get that. About
1: like 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 Biggie Beef, or like because like he's just uh, he's not chiseled. Like I I feel like Finn Bauer is like the same size, just chiseled. Nobody talks about yeah. Finn Balor, uh, uh, you know, breaking like a twig, or, or however uh, Booker T put it. Um, but this, the the Booker T's comments did um bring out a lot of good support for Adam Cole from the uh the wrestling community. Mike Bennett said something. Renee Peckett had some nice words. Eddie Kingston. <laughs> Teddy Kingston went off.
0: Yeah. Um, Hangman had a nice tweet too. And it's just like, yeah. I I just don't, uh, I don't get it. I don't understand the, the uh, but this has also been the Booker T way for so long now, where Booker T opens his fucking mouth, says some dumb shit, and then has to backtrack and be like, oh, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. It's like, yeah. If you have to say, I didn't mean it, every fucking month, maybe you should stop saying things.
1: I mean, remember when he said that Andrade wasn't successful in WWE because he didn't speak English very well?
0: Yeah, and...
1: Meanwhile, and you is... have Asuka, who speaks about the same amount of English as Andrade. Um, She's a fucking star there. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't blame uh Andrade's language skills on that.
0: Andr Andrade still cuts like fun promos despite a heavy accent.
1: Yeah. And there have been ways to deal with heavy accents or or broken English managers. As we see with Andrade now. He's got Jose. Like the Yeah. Booker T acts like I don't know Booker T is so high and mighty and in, in the and, and a lot of it could just be you know getting headlines.
0: Yeah, I mean you know his podcast got talked about so yeah, there's that. Yep. Anyways, that's all I've got for news. It just pissed me off and that Booker T was like,
1: I didn't mean it. It's like, yeah, but you kind of did. Why say it in the first place then?
0: Well, like the fact that he's like it's out of context, and I'm like, I just read the whole quote. I don't really know what context I needed outside of the fact, like, unless the context was I've heard some people saying, "quote," I think they're wrong. Yeah, that's the only way that that could have been taken out of context and not meant what you meant.
1: Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, let's talk about dynamite.
0: Dynamite. Um, oh, uh... I'm not taking this. Away.
1: Although the matches were great today, I think the promos were even better. This was a a wonderful promo and segment episode. Um, So to start off the show, Brian Danielson came out, starting off with the thing everyone wants to know, more so than Jay White's opponent. So Brian Danielson, he says, this week is a great week to be an AEW fan. This week is a great week to be a professional wrestling fan. Sunday, we've got Forbidden Door, an inter-promotional pay-per-view with the two best pro wrestling companies in the world. Oof. Oof. Um, You're going to see some excellent pro wrestling, and a week from today on Dynamite, you get nearly the complete opposite with a bloody spectacle that is blood and guts. I was expecting to be a part of both of those. Jericho made the self-proclaimed best technical wrestler Zack Sabre Jr. challenge me. He claims he's better than Brian Danielson. I was not only excited to prove that wasn't true, but I was also going to crush his trachea. I was excited to get into Blood and Guts to get back at Jericho and his flaccid crew of coxes. Uh, I've got some good news and some bad news. The bad news, because of what Jericho and Hager did, I am not clear to compete either at Forbidden Door or Blood and Guts. but lest anyone be concerned about my overall health you can tell me you can tell my mind is at 100% capacity um so don't worry about me coming back he's very much not trying to do what happened in WWE where he had this sad send-off for his retirement because he has his history of this he wants to make sure that nobody thinks he's retiring um i broke my neck Dislocated my shoulder, detached my retina, and there is no one that can wrestle in this ring like I do. That's not even the good news. Here's the good news. Eddie Kingston has gone on record to say I'm a judgmental prick. You're damn right I am. And because I'm a judgmental prick, I have really high standards. So you know that when I promise you something is going to be amazing, it is going to be amazing. I have found the one person I trust to take my place at Forbidden Door. The one person I trust to take my place at Blood & Guts, the one person I know who will take it to Zack Sabre Jr. and kick Jericho's head in at Blood & Guts. You are all going to be astounded by what he does in AW. Who? Don't you guys know I came out of the bad guy tunnel? I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not gonna tell Zack Sabre Jr. either. Tune in Sunday and you're gonna see the greatest technical match of your lives. Who's the best technical wrestler in the world? And Zack Sabre Jr. comes out and starts yelling at Brian Danielson, calling him dickhead, dickhead, dickhead. And
0: darling, and darling darling in the same
1: fucking breath. Darling dickhead. Charming of him, I love it. Pretty sure he shouted fuck at one point. I'm sure he did. He's used to new Japan. Yeah.
0: (laughs) They don't have rules over there.
1: I mean he's also worked in WWE and and
0: um Yeah, but he's been in New Japan for so long, he's like, Oh, we can't say fuck.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. No. Um I mean Tama uh uh G O D, they didn't seem to have any problems coming to impact. Unless they to there was a and very stuff. clear
0: there was a very clear point where Tama was on the mic and very nearly said fuck and had to like physically just go. <laughs> like come back to keep talking because he was like oh i can't do that
1: why do you think zach didn't cut any promos today um so i just speaking of promos and bcc john moxley had a promo he says sometimes it's business sometimes it's personal next week will be personal what an ego trip from jas uh, Jericho blinded my friend with a fireball and put my partner on the shelf. We found out they could fight next week. We found out they could survive. Oh, we found out they could fight next week. We found out they could survive. But Santana and Ortiz survived the streets. Eddie survived the business. And you would have survived everything we threw at him. Men like that, driven by money, fame, ego, will find out how much they're willing to suffer and endure inside that bloody steel cage. This Sunday, there's the matter of the AEW World Championship against Tanahashi. This means more to me than you can imagine. This Sunday, I finally transform into what I always knew I could be when I step into the ring with the ace. This Sunday, it is personal. Once that bell rings, I have no respect for anyone. Wonderful promo. And then uh, we get Orange Cassidy and Rapongi Vice versus Will Ospreay and Ozzy Open
0: yeah we start with rocky and kyle fletcher um i don't catch much of this but they um uh, trent gets in and he and rocky bring some big knees into abdomen um and then mark davis gets in he hits a huge boot to the face of trent we get a suplex to mark and then trent and rocky send mark over their knees then we get Orange Cassidy and Rocky diving out onto Kyle and Mark, but they get caught and then like sent into Trent, sandwiching him. Um United Empire then powerbomb um all three men into the apron. Uh back in the ring, Orange Cassidy kicks Mark, manages the top of the head DDT to Kyle, and then Rocky comes out of nowhere with a hurricane round into Osprey. Um and then he gets sent ringside before all of best friends dive out onto um United Empire. I wrote UE and every time, I want to say Undisputed era.
3: (laughs) Um,
0: But they all dive out onto United Empire successfully this time. Nobody gets caught. Then Orange Cassidy and Osprey go against each other and Osprey kicks the absolute shit out of the face of Orange Cassidy. Um, And then Cassidy reverses a powerbomb of sorts into a stun dog millionaire. We then get Rocky and Mark Davis and then they chop each other for a little bit until mark drops rocky with a hard right hand um Kyle Fletcher then swings mark into rocky we get some tag team offense power bomb shit to um rocky rocky then causes Kyle to end up kicking mark davis um gets a slice bread to fletcher then an enziguri to davis and then we go back and forth on one another it's like one of those things where like you know orange cassidy gets in the ring and he does this to mark and then uh, Mark does X, Y, and Z to, uh, fucking Trent, and then Trent does X, Y, and Z to so you know. Um, then we get Trent in versus Kyle. He wants the strong zero, but Osprey ends up kicking Trent. Trent gets piled driven, for lack of a better word, um, into the mat, and then Davis gets like a pile driver of his own off onto Trent. Rocky then dives onto Osprey. Trent avoids, um, Uh, Aussie opens Coriolis and then DDT's Mark Davis we get Cassidy in versus a very stunned Kyle Fletcher who has absolutely no chance against what is coming to him which is the orange punch Cassidy gets the orange punch to win
1: yeah yeah. this was a ridiculously fun match AEW has been killing the multi-man matches and you know what if they're producing the matches at Forbidden Door I don't care if they're multi-man matches anymore um but I've got a little injury update. Someone in AEW. A little breaking news, except this is from earlier today. Um, apparently the bunny is injured. Yeah. Um, don't know from what, but she said she'll be back in the ring once she's healed up. So yeah, if you're wondering why she's been off TV, that's exactly why.
0: I assume she was off TV because she was a female wrestler and we don't really see many of them.
1: But she hasn't even been on Dark or Elevation. I don't remember what she got injured from or could have gotten injured from. I hope it wasn't the match against um, Tony. But I don't remember any of the match she's had after that. She could have also gotten
0: injured training. True, true.
1: Or, even or putting the dishes related. away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who was it that got injured and said it was nothing wrestling related?
0: Oh, I don't know, um, but I know what you're talking about. There was, like, somebody who's was, like, oh, wasn't well, it? I thought it was well, Leo Randy. Rush. Oh, yes, I think it was. Because I know that Randy, like, has dislocated his shoulder, taking out trash.
1: I, I just remember, I think it was Leo Rush saying that he was so injured too. and had nothing to do. Well, oh, no, no, it was uh, Darius Martin.
0: Yeah, because Darius Martin got into a car accident, like a shitty, like a horrible car accident.
1: Right. That's right.
0: And, like, he, like, smashed his arm.
1: Oh, man. So,
0: yeah, because people were like, oh, my God, how could he get injured wrestling again? He was like, it literally wasn't wrestling. That's how.
1: Oh. <laughs> we live
0: outside of the ring, too.
1: <laughs> Dude is so unlucky.
0: Yeah. Shit sucks. Wonder Luckily, he's, he's getting...
1: young. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Um got a lot right. of so then we get backstage um well first with with this match after this match uh Jake Jeff Cobb and Great Ocon come out to support United Empire. Um kind of breaks out into a little bit of a brawl, but then FTR comes out and backs Rapungi Vice and Orange Cassidy. Um and then we got a whole five five on five action. Um, before going backstage to see Jay Lethal, Satnam Singh, and Sanjay Dutt. Um, Sanjay says, we're celebrating, we're going to India, baby. Uh, Jay says, the celebration is yet to come, and that's me being Ring of Honor television champion. You're almost out of time, buddy. Two options. One, you tape that shoulder up and defend it against me. Two, you relinquish the title and it goes to the number one contender, me. Um, This feud's. I mean, I, I know it's because Joe's been injured, but this feud feels like it's been going on forever. I know. Like give it's
0: been 84 years.
1: You would think they would give, like, Jay and, and Sottenham something else in the meantime. Bill, some time. Sottenham's Satnam, had one match. Give him a little more, give him some reps. Um, so then, we have probably one of the best promos that's not from MJF or CM Punk in a long time. Christian Cage comes out.
0: Ah, yeah, best is a
1: stretch of the word. I thought this was an incredible promo.
0: I just think that there are some things I don't like in promos that he did.
2: I'm.
1: Yeah. Well, well here's what Here's what he said, he said you didn't think I was going to let Jungle Boy eliminate me from the casino Battle royal last year and get away with it. Love that he brought that up. Um, yeah, it's pretty, it's petty, but you know what's more bothersome to me- the reaction from each and, each one of you when I was eliminated. I deserve more than to be cheered when I'm eliminated, not to mention the fact that Jungle Boy cost me a roster bonus and a fat title fast track. Maybe if these people enjoy Jungle Boy, I should do a little background check on him. So I decided against my better judgment to go on social media and find out more. You have losers like these people tweeting like you know anything about this business. I don't need your comments about what I should be doing. I've got it figured out, thanks. Jungle Boy cost me a lot of money. He's pretty damn talented, so I was going to hitch my wagon onto that train until the wind went dry. you think I came back to elevate younger talent? No, that's bullshit. I came back to make a ton of money. I hear other people complaining about money. I have advice. Try having a match people talk about more than a week after it happens. The type of match that parents sit their kids down in front of, uh, the type of match they make pay per views in front of. I said I was going to recoup that money from you, and you have the talent, but you don't have that killer instinct. The one time I don't have you. or the one time I don't give you that pre-match advice, you lose the tag team championships. It's like the saying goes, you want something done right? Do it yourself. I need to get my hands dirty. I was only giving Jungle Boy's mom the chance to apologize to me f- for giving birth to a Jungle Boy. And that was after they played um, what Christian said to Jungle Boy's mom. Um, saying, uh, you raised a piece of shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um...
1: I think she's a little sweet on Christian Cage. I think she wanted me to be Jungle Boy's father. I know Jungle Boy looked at me like a father figure, but I never wanted to be your father. You have a father, but your father's dead.
0: Yeah, that's where I kind of t- tuned out a little bit. I was like, I don't like when we do that. I think that's really classless.
1: That's probably. I don't
0: care if they agreed on it backstage. It's just not my cup of tea.
1: I mean, you want heat and it's an easy way to get it. But yeah, I mean, also
0: like punching a dog in the middle of the ring is an easy way to get heat. I wouldn't do it.
1: I I don't think it's as classless as like Dan Lambert's misogyny or or other various low hanging fruit, um, like like crowd sports team shit. Um, but he says, um, that's probably a good thing because he'd be ashamed to see how you turned out. And I hope you enjoy this early retirement. Stay gone because if you and then he's interrupted by Luchasaurus coming out. Um he he chokes Christian, but then Christian says, Remember what happened to Marco? You're like a son to me. We need to talk, but not here. And then he hugs Luchasaurus. Now I'm gonna put this down as like sleeper story of the year. Because if this goes the right direction, we get Luchasaurus turning on Jungle Boy. And this whole development with Luchasaurus and Christian, I don't know. I think this this is going to be an amazing story that that paid off at the right time. Could be. It's had so much buildup. It's been teased so much. And it's referencing shit from from fucking uh, last year. Christian's the perfect guy for it too. Heal Christian's amazing. Um, and you also love to see a, a money-hungry heel that actually makes sense about the money he's talking about, like bonuses from winning the the battle royal, or mm-hmm. um, uh, fast track to the title, and recouping losses by hitching on to Jungle Boy. It all—it's all very well thought out. Um. so then after that we get a promo with the Young Bucks and Kyle O'Reilly Matt says take a look at these uh, take a look at these huh they're back on the best tag team in the world he's talking about the championships tag division is number one. First ever two-time AEW tag team champions Bucks are you going to be on the pay or, we know what you're thinking Bucks are you going to be on the pay-per-view I think it's a safe bet we're going to be there Kyle says, Sting should be locked up for what he did. If my hands weren't legal weapons, I'd sue his ass. But we have Hikuleo and El Phantasmo to team with you guys against Sting and his cronies. And um, we we know who Sting's cronies are, but we'll find that out later. Um, then we get Malachi Black vs. Penta Oscuro. All-Atlantic Championship Tournament Qualifier.
0: Yes. So, we have a little bit of a face-off. A little bit of a Cerro Miedo, and then a failed heel kick. Um, Penta ends up diving onto Malachi after the from the ring. Um, then, we're on the apron for a little bit. Malachi kicks the legs of Penta, slams him into the barricade, um, like, one after the other. Uh, back in the ring, though, we get a casadora, two Malachi, and a cross bilateral lateral press. Um, and then Penta unleashes the loudest shop I have heard in a very long time um but Penta sweet boy, um Penta landed a little funky when he dove out onto Malachi, and it kind of hurt his back, so Penta can't drive Malachi into the apron; he can't get the fear factor because his back is hurting a relatable thing that I think we could all understand, yeah um <laughs> Same here, Penta. <laughs>
3: um
0: that's also why I can't do a fear factor. <laughs> My back's hurting. Um, hi Bubby. Um, Malachi wants the black mask, Penta ducks it, hits the Enziguri, goes for another fear factor on the apron, but this time he lifts Malachi into the ring, which I was like, that seems like an interesting turn of physics, but fine. Um you ignore anyway the pain take
1: it a- for five seconds.
0: Ignores the pain enough to also twist the back and get Malachi into the ring. Um anyways, we get a rolling cutter to Malachi. Malachi then is put up top. We get another chop to his chest. Um Malachi ends up getting kind of the upper hand though, goes for a double stomp off the buckles, but Penta avoids it. Doesn't avoid the double knee strike, though. Um and then a double foot stomp lands on Penta, but it's not enough to get Malachi the win. Penta goes for the Fear Factor off the top rope, gets it, but this time As one would imagine, doing a fear factor off the fucking apron (laughs) implies that you're landing on your whole ass off, or sorry, not off the apron, I don't know what I'm talking about, off the top rope. You're landing on your whole ass off the top rope. So if your back hurts, doing that's not going to feel much better. Anyways, can't cover, he gets hit with a black mask for Malachi 2 win. Shocker, I know.
1: Oh yeah, but still very fun match malachi is gonna kill it and and penta i hope they can get him uh on next week to make up for not being able to be on a forbidden door yeah um but after the match everyone in the fatal four-way aside from tomohiro ishii comes out so pack and um is it just pack that comes out
2: it's
0: past. yes i don't believe fenix came out
1: okay um but then and miro, Alice already out
0: there.
1: yeah miro then comes on the, the 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 tron and says god is this your apology to me all i wanted was my god my gold and my hot wife i will walk through the forbidden door dragging the bastards and the pagans with me this sunday when i send you to meet your maker you tell your coward the redeemer wants to talk I can't wait to see him with that belt and have the longest reign in in pro wrestling history. Two thousand days, I can see it now. Two thousand day reign. It'll be a fucking six years from now.
2: So great, six years, maybe seven years. Yeah, maybe eight. He's never
1: letting go of that. He's gonna okay. die with that belt. Okay. <laughs> just imagine he wins that belt. And Lana comes out holding it. She could. Yeah. If she's not busy with, uh, I think she's doing TV and movie stuff now. Um.
0: Well, clearly she's not because she's doing the Wrestling and Entertainment series thing.
1: Oh uh, yeah. So she can't be too busy. True. I just see her on Instagram, like doing. Training for, for movies, like martial arts shit. Um. But after that, we get a video package for Wardlow. He says, Scorpio, when you're healed and ready, I welcome you into Wardlow's world.
0: I'm glad you got to do that.
1: It's, it's so...
2: It's not a way to start your push. I'll just end it at that. Um, so then we
1: get Silas Young versus Hangman Page.
0: Yeah. Um, and this wasn't that much of a match, in my opinion. Um, we get a lot of avoiding shit, flipping each other, uh, wrist locks, and getting up quickly after getting shoved to the ground. Um, a kick to Silas finally lands, though. Um, and then we kind of exchange some chops. We get a boot to Hangman's midsection and the moonsault onto Silas. Beautiful. So much height. Um, we then get a back body drop to Silas. Silas ain't getting shit in. Um, manages a backbreaker and a lariat to hang man. And then a Death Valley Driver. Almost ends on speed off the Death Valley Driver too, which is actually quite interesting. Um, and then we get a funky moonsault two-hanger where like he kind of like, goes... He, Jungle Boy does something similar to this, where like he goes off the top rope, bounces on the rope itself, and then goes for the moonsault. Hangman avoids it, though. Kind of ruins the mojo. And then he suplexes Silas and then hits him with a buckshot too. win. And Adam Cole, who was on commentary, was devastated. <laughs>
1: um. Also, before we move on to the rest of this, at Wrestling Covers on Twitter tweeted that Excalibur said that it will be the newest member of the Blackpool Combat Club that will face Zack Sabre Jr.
0: Well, yes, and the way that Brian said something about what this guy's going to bring to AEW. I was like, okay, so he's not in AEW.
1: Right. Um, And it's not somebody already in a faction, i.e. Jonathan Gresham and somebody not in an existing promotion, Josh Alexander.
0: Listen, if it's not Cesaro, I'm gonna fucking...
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna it, get a
0: little feral about it.
1: There, there would be some backlash if that were the case. Uh,
0: backlash, WrestleMania backlash?
1: No, no, the opposite. Um, so after the match, Adam Cole gets off commentary and he says, "Who's ready for story time with Adam Cole, baby?" Jay White comes out, <laughs> and he's like, "Sorry to interrupt, story time with Adam Cole, baby." <laughs> He doesn't say the
0: baby. The crowd finishes it for him.
1: <laughs> uh, he says, I feel like I owe you an explanation. Over the last week, I've given it a lot of thought. I'm responsible for all this as the catalyst of professional wrestling. That means I'm responsible for making Forbidden Door as big as it can be. As much as I'd like to make it about bull Club and Undisputed Elite, my opponent still can't be you. Yes, you have, you have something to say.
0: I just think it's funny that at the beginning of all of this when it was first announced when obari came out with tony and adam cole interrupted and then jay came out and jay was like this is about bullet club and the undisputed elite and now he's like as much as i'd like to make it about us i'm so sorry sweetie like jay this is your fault
1: i mean half of that Match is undisputed elite and bullet club.
0: I just think it's funny that he was like, you know, I know I said this. However,
1: mm-hmm. um, then he says uh, because you lost, or my my opponent still can't be you because you lost to him. He points to Adam Page twice. But Hangman, I know it's you and Milwaukee and you're dying to know who I'm gonna face a forbidden door. I can tell you who it won't be, it won't be you. Hangman then attacks Jay White. Um Hangman then lays out Cole, but Cole low blows Hangman and Jay starts beating down on him, but Cole sees on on the ape on the on the canvas the belt. IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, so he grabs it. Jay turns around and sees him, so Cole's like, pick up Hangman, I'm gonna smash him with it. Um, But before he could do that, Okada comes out, Kazuchika Okada. And he attacks Jay White and Adam Cole, and the whole brawl ensues. And uh, that's that. And then it was revealed that the match for the championship will be a Fatal Four Way: Jay White, Okada, Hangman, and Adam Cole.
2: Who do you see getting pinned here? Uh, ah, yeah, Adam Cole. Yep. Oh yeah. Now,
1: question Hi, is. Hi, Mister Jay White. Do you think Cole's still gonna be in Bullet Club after this is over? No. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I don't think he's technically in Bullet Club anyway. I think not really, not right now. Undisputedly, I don't think is like House of Torture. Like it's not technically a part of Bullet Club. I think they're just affiliated. Like uh, like the OC. It's not Bullet Club, but you could tell it's Bullet Club adjacent
0: yeah
1: um so then we get an interview with Jay, jade cargill kira hogan and stokely hathaway um stokely says we can cry about velvet or we can understand the show goes on um kira says chris the joke is on you jade says oh wait no uh, Stokely says, and I have great news. We're looking for a new baddie. Use hashtag baddie search. Tell us why you should be a baddie. And, uh, Jade says, and to keep it 100, you have to be a top-notch bitch. And then, uh, um, uh, Stokely says, and please, keep the photos PG. And they walk away, and Jade, Jade specifically turns around, and she says, and Tony, cut the shit. best gimmick in all of pro wrestling it's so great um then we get an interview with chris statlander and athena uh they they're kind of going back and forth mocking them they say we heard there's an opening to be a baddie we can be sexy like them we can find out what jade smells like we can be a top-notch bitch it is unfortunate about Velvet's situation. But it doesn't matter if you get twenty baddies, we'll floor those hussies. Nobody can get in our way. Stokely learned that. Uh <laughs> Athena was like, oh yeah, like you slapped his bald head. <laughs> uh Chris says, uh do your baddie search. We have the powerhouse, Willow Nightingale. And then Athena says, "Oh, and Jade, cut the shit.
0: <laughs> it's so um, great." Also, real quick, mm-hmm. Kenta back on his bullshit. He tweeted three minutes ago. Hashtag forbidden door. Knock, knock. Dot, dot, dot. Are you there?
1: My man's in Florida golfing. He's not making. Kenta, where Chicago. are you fitting
0: in? <laughs> I want Kenta. No, you know what I want. I want Kenta to fly to Chicago. And I want Ken to just sit on commentary and just talk mad shit about whoever the fuck he wants. Yeah, that's what I want from him.
1: He should step in in the Jericho Appreciation Society match and just fuck up everyone. Cause doesn't he hate Moxley? Or did he? Te- no, he teamed up with uh, Kenny, right? No, Kenny teamed up with Lance.
0: It'd be funny for him to cut into the. Mocks Tana match And be like Tana you fucked up my hip
1: <laughs> oh, And yeah. still be like
0: a little pissed about that
1: Yeah Kenta just like walks out with Tony Khan And demands like He be entered in the match
0: He's like well CM Punk isn't here So I guess I own the go to sleep
1: <laughs> It's gonna be so fucked up If we don't ever get that match
0: Well somebody had to go and break their
1: fucking foot Tony Tony Khan will probably give us Sammy Guevara vs. Kenta. Battle over the GTH.
2: I want to S- Sammy to call it the GTH and for Kenta to be like, <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: what the fuck are you saying?
1: Um. So then uh, after that promo, we get Marina Shafir vs. Tony Storm.
0: Um. Also, I didn't realize, but apparently when Miro started talking about his gorgeous wife, they cut to Pack rolling his eyes. Wow.
1: <laughs> Pac's going to be rolling the eyes at the back of his head once he gets laid out by Miro, the Redeemer.
0: Anywho. Um, so we get a boot to the chest of Tony. Marina kind of does a funky little roll up into a cross arm breaker, but Tony gets to the ropes quickly. Um, then Marina goes to like get like a kind of heel hook on Tony. Tony gets out of that. She sweeps uh Marina sweeps the leg of Tony and just kinda of stares at her for a second before a high kick takes Tony to the ground. Then Nyla takes advantage of the fact that the referee's not paying attention. Then tons on to Tony. And then Tony starts hauling off just slugging Marina. We get a headbutt to Marina, um, but a boot to the entire tits sends Tony out of the ring. Um, We get a DDT though, ringside to Marina and then a... Bless our souls. Uh, Back in the ring we get a hip attack to Marina that just snaps her fucking cranium. Oh my god. Um, They tried to play it off like, oh well uh, 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 Nyla pulled Marina's hand so that she was like away from the buckle when Tony um, like went in with her hip attack and I was like that's not what the camera showed but okay. Sure. Um... Marina then wants a suplex on Tony but Tony just kind of rolls her up and uh, wins
1: yeah it it kind of protects Marina Um, but isn't that isn't that how Thunder Rosa beat Marina
2: with a roll up yeah Marina's got to learn to counter those roll ups Probably got too much uh, muscle in those legs. They weigh her down a lot. Sure. <laughs>
1: when they're <Yeah>. on top <laughs> of you, I'm sure. Uh, so then we get a promo from Sting and Darby Allen. Darby says, you know what we did to Bobby Fish at Rampage? What do we have here? You think we're going to come alone? We have two members of our own. Jingo and Hiromu will take you guys out. It continues as Sunday. And Sting says, we'll keep kicking bodies down the hill until nobody's left. At Forbidden Door, it's showdown.
0: Um,
2: Beautiful. Beautiful rendition, actually.
3: Thank you.
0: Um, That, that might be one of your best impressions. Um... I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but um, <laughs> also the way that Darby decided to say Hiromu. Hiromu. like I don't recognize that man, but okay.
1: Now, I know a lot of people wanted um, Darby versus Hiromu, which, yes, that would have been a fantastic match. Uh, I wonder if we'll get that after, um, after Forbidden Door. And it would be very interesting if after Forbidden Doors some of these AEW wrestlers went over to Japan for a hot minute.
2: Yeah. Um But um the um
1: the the team of Sting, Darby, Romu and Shingo it's revealed to be DUDES WITH ATTITUDES And <laughs> when you see Shingo Takagi <laughs> Do you think He's a dude with an attitude <laughs>
0: What? Imagine going up to Shingo and being like Hey, you're a dude with attitude He'd be like
1: he gives give you a pumpkin you? bomber
0: Yeah <laughs> Like, I don't fucking want to hear that. Um,
1: um it's, I, I it's that. Sting definitely came up with that name, one hundred percent.
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> um, I was also going to say that um, some people are really saying that it's Lee Moriarty that's uh gonna be Zach's opponent.
1: No, no, it's not Lee. Which doesn't Moriarty. make sense because Lee
0: Moriarty's already been on AEW. AEW. He's been here,
1: and and he's not joining Blackpool Combat Club. They already got one young dude. They they got Yuda as their young guy. That's all they wanted. They only wanted one. Cesaro, he he can also be considered a young guy because he was kind of under uh, Daniel Bryan's wing in WWE for a, a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, why the fuck would would Bryan Danielson trust Lee Moriarty with like his life? That makes no sense. You'd trust Cesaro because he's worked with Cesaro
2: for a very long time. But anyway,
1: sorry, Claudio Castignoli, Claudio cameraman. Uh, we then get a video package for Fenix and Andrade um, teasing their match for uh, Rampage. Which, that will be an incredible match. And it's definitely to make up for the fact that they won't be able to go to Forbidden Door. So, good of Tony Khan to get them on, on Rampage. Get him a little paycheck.
0: Especially because Andrade kind of seemed like he got fucked a little bit.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. He he took time off to get married. I'm sure that took a lot out of his finances. Def- definitely wanted some, some way to recoup that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And a big pay-per-view would have done just that. Yeah. Um but then we get the main event. Chris Jericho and Lance Archer versus John Moxley and Hiroshi Tanahashi. Welcome, Idro. Welcome to the channel.
2: Um
0: There's this picture of Davy Richards mm-hmm. cleaning up Tom Lawler's cuts. And I'm just like, wow. Davy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking moonlighting as a well I mean he is a fireman so moonlighting as the thing that you do in the daylight daylighting <laughs> moonlighting as a wrestler moonlighting as a fireman and daylighting as a fireman
1: yep
2: sure
0: that works Um. so yeah we start with Tana versus Lance sort of it's kind of a brawl Um, Lance just fucking drops Tana. Drags him to the Jericho Appreciation Society corner. Jericho gets in. Tana gets Jericho against the buckle, splashes him. We then get Mox in. Alright. Jericho gets sent over the ropes by Mox, and then Sammy kind of tries to noodle his way in there, but he gets sent away by Mox, and then Jericho takes advantage of the fact that Mox is not paying attention to him, clotheslines him, then seesaws him into the ropes. Lance gets in, though. He sidelines the shit out of Mox. Then we get Jericho versus Tana. We get a clothesline to Jericho, and then Lance takes... um Oh, and the, sorry. Clothesline to Jericho, then Tana takes Lance off the apron. We get a cross by Jericho. Um, and then an Inside Cradle, Uh, Lance ends up going after Mox, though. Mox goes into the ring. Mox then dives onto Lance. It's fucking goofy. It's very New Japan. Because, like, mox pops out lance pops out mox pops in lance is like what the fuck and then he gets just fucking tackled and was like um <laughs> uh, we then not get a failed judas effect tana pops <laughs> i called jericho judas in my notes that wasn't on purpose
1: because he pops out jericho... to Judas.
0: how could you not um Easy. he pops jericho into the mat and then flies on to jericho but jericho ends up rolling through he gets the walls of Jericho. Um, and then in the background, you just get Mox because Mox and Lance are still ringside, kind of like recovering. And you just see Mox tuck and roll in the background, but on the ringside floor, you just see Mox down legs.
1: Lance like darts to the corner. I think what happened was he like tripped Mox and then backed away. Um, this whole time, I thought they were blading because they they dipped yeah. their heads for a while, but no, no, With, no blood was shed.
0: Without the context, it's fucking hilarious just to see Mox just, yeah, like, <laughs> um, we then get a center Jericho from Moxley. Lance hits the big boot to him, um, to Moxley. Tana then slingblades Lance. It's another one of those like, ah, it's he does this to him, and then he does this to him, and then he does this to him, and it's like... Mm -hmm.
3: Um,
0: Then we exchange some bows between Mox and Archer, and a paradigm shift to Lance, Town goes up top, hits the frog splash, and... pins Lance to
1: win. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's pretty expected. Everyone here has been a world champion except Lance Archer. Which... should get a title in aew
2: that'd be nice it should T belt um all atlantic belt maybe after miro maybe
1: um but that's the recap well i guess after the match um uh please
0: after the match
1: everyone from jas and blackpool Combat club comes out and starts brawling surprised we got no el desperado considering he was there last week for one yeah. single appearance not even in a match
0: despy had a hard enough time flying back to japan he probably was like no no so sorry not happening
1: yeah oh and suzuki came out too um yeah, it was just a huge brawl at the end. Suzuki put a bucket of popcorn on Yuta's head. That was great. Um, and yeah, it feels like I mean they're doing a good job with promoting both Forbidden Door and um, Blood and Guts at the same time. Um, yeah, I I was worried that they would focus so much on on Forbidden Door that you know they'd only have like one week. Less than a week for uh, Forbidden... No, not Forbidden Door. Blood and Guts. But here we are. Yeah. Alright, so that's the recap. Liz, would you like to talk about the bests of the night?
0: Real quick, can we just talk about the fact that while all this is going down, while everybody is fucking feuding on the ringside area, Eddie Kingston's got a chair over his head, waiting to hit anybody that comes near him. Mox and Tan are just standing there. Mm-hmm. The whole time, just standing and like Talking <laughs> like, hey, yeah, I'm gonna beat your ass, and was like, yeah, yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Anyways, go on. Uh, let's
1: talk. Let's talk about promo of the night. And there, there is with this a lot to consider. Brian Danielson's promo was great, and and the best part about that is wondering what's to come, hyping up forbidden door that promo probably did the best job of that um but uh i i very much enjoyed christian's promo because he he got that heat and he's connecting the storyline in a very uh very well thought out way referencing back to last year's um casino royale casino battle royal um and and the the way it ended with Luchasaurus makes the future uncertain for what it's gonna look like, and it doesn't involve a title at all. I think that's the best part. Same with Danielson and 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 Zack Saber Jr. It doesn't involve a fucking title. Um and and it's still a great job. Um, now I know you've got what what you're considering with the uh, with with what Christian dropped about Jungle Boy's father and that's perfectly reasonable um it is low hanging fruit um but i still think it was it was a very it it's a piece of the well thought out puzzle this promo um but you also another promo to consider Jay Whites with Hangman pretty short mm-hmm. but uh having Okada come out was really great um I also very much enjoyed Chris and Athena making fun of the baddies that was great true um and then there's Mox's promo too Mox's was Mox had a great promo um, don't want to forget that one it It also hyped up blood and guts very much, um, but I'll leave it in your hands
2: Promo of the night I'm
0: going to give it to Danielson. I like that a lot
1: yeah, yeah any he, and he kind of struck a balance between you know he came out the heel tunnel, but he's also fighting the heels, yeah. Gotta teeter that line. Um Alright, let's talk about Wrestler of the Night, shall we?
2: Yes.
1: Alright. Here are your three choices. Penta Oscuro. Yeah. Will Osprey. Orange Cassidy. I'll throw in a fourth, Rocky Romero, because he was great too.
0: I'm gonna give it to Orange Cassidy.
1: Okay. Osprey sure.
0: didn't do that much today.
1: I, in terms I, of like
0: what Osprey in terms of what Osprey normally does, Osprey did not do that much today.
1: I thought it was mostly just selling the shit out of uh out of Rapongi vice, and Osprey's always been really good at that, you know, selling yeah. his ass off, especially oh my God, especially against Nick Wayne at g c w He made the kid look like a star, and I mean Nick Wayne is a star, but I didn't see him oh i I saw clips. My God, that, that match is, is a sight to behold. Um, Alright. So, Orange Cassidy is our wrestler of the night. Now let's talk about match of the night. And I feel like we'll be in agreement on this. Um, but, as always, we we'll go from the worst match to the best match of the night. We'll talk about which match is the match of the night. And the worst match of the night is not a bad one at all. Um, with a 6 out of 10, Marina Shafir versus Tony Storm. I mean, it was a great match, but obviously, you still had Nyla Rose's assistance. Um, it was on the shorter side because Tony Khan does not like to book women in long matches. Um, also, why did Nyla come out with Marina?
0: I think just to kind of give her a bit of a push.
1: I'm trying to think, like, like kayfabe reasons, but I can't... Because
0: they're both heels. That's all I can give you.
1: I don't even think Nyla has a thing against Tony specifically, but I'd be wrong. Um, But it Nyla is definitely somebody that will help Marina get over.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it seems like Tony Khan is very determined to get Marina Shafir over.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Alright, next up, with a 7 out of 10, Jericho and Archer versus Moxley and Tanahashi. I thought this was a lot of fun. I thought this was a great tag match. Um, Jericho. Jericho always impresses me with what he can do at his age.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: like, like, you could watch him wrestle and you would not think he would have decades of experience wearing him down. Um... Tanahashi too. Um, th- this match was just was, was gold with New Japan flavor. Um, next seven out of ten, Silas Young versus Adam Page. I thought this was a really fun match. It wasn't anything to write home about, but it was just brutal. Some Ring of Honor goodness. Don't um,
0: lick my foot.
1: Sorry. I'll try not to. Um,
0: I don't like doing
1: the cat looks like it. But... Yeah, it was nice seeing Adam Page go up against a, a big dude as big as Silas Young.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, next. Soul. Seven out of ten. Penta Oscuro versus Malachi Black. Oh my God! Great match. It uh. The 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 back injury being sold throughout was was a good little storyline thrown in. Um, hmm. And that uh, avalanche, um, uh, uh, what what, fear factor? That was fucking amazing. Yeah. That could have easily been the finish, but uh, I'm glad they sold the um, injured back instead. Um, But my pick for match of the night, and I have a feeling it is yours too Orange Cassidy and Rapongi Vice versus United Empire. This was just fantastic. I concur. Um and and watching this and watching Nick Wayne versus Will Osprey. Osprey is a very he's a very good balance of flippy shit but also like making it still seem like it's actual fighting. Like counters. Yeah. Um his moves actually having practicality and not just like, Dante Martin or Ray Fenix just, like, flippy shit for the sake of flippy shit. No disrespect to them.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But that's our match of the night. Liz, I, f- I forgot to mention. If anyone has any questions, leave it in the chat. Or watch it on YouTube. Leave a comment. And we'll get to it in the next one. If you're, if you're listening on Spotify, join us at twitch.tv forward slash pinfall podcast to chat with us live. Or DM us on Twitter at Podcast. If you have a question for us on Twitch now, ask it while we do the closeout. If, if any come in, we will answer it. We'll stop the closer. So Liz, would you like to close out the show?
0: Beat the clock. If you join us tonight, thank you so much. And if you join us in the future, thank you so much. I uploaded a bunch of episodes to Spotify, so that should satiate your listening for at least a little while. Um, Please tune in tomorrow impact
1: show that i won't be around
0: for
2: i
1: don't think we will be doing our predictions for forbidden door
0: i might not be here for it but i sure can try i'll be back before 10 o'clock i can tell you as much as that
1: okay i I may have to be take all the notes on impact but
0: you may but i mean it's impact it's not that hard
1: yeah Um, uh if you
0: if you had to choose either day
1: Plus it's it's a post um, pay per view, so it shouldn't be yeah. too bad. Um Idro asks Will one or both of y'all be applying to be Jade's baddies?
0: Um Pepitas.
1: Let's make this a would you. Would you be one of Jade's baddies?
0: Yes, absolutely I would be.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Gets me one step closer to kissing her.
1: One step closer to saying, Tony, cut the shit. To Tony's face. See, that's
0: why that's why Mark would sign up. I would sign up to kiss Jade. Mm. Um, but Pepita is signing up first. She's already got the Twitter
1: application. True.
0: Pepita, are you a baddie?
1: I mean, we could just fill out the social media hashtag and, and pictures and stuff. Wasn't there... Um, oh, John Silver wanted to make the saddies section, which yes. I am down for. That's my section i'll join the um, saddies
0: but yeah check out Pepita. she'll be in the baddie section next
1: um idro she'll... also asked a more serious question any chance we'll be doing a watch along for forbidden door i want to i i think we should
0: oh i yeah i thought that we had officially decided that
1: well we said we were going to do a, a twitter poll
0: oh i think that we're gonna do it because i think i want to do it too yeah it'll be fun um I think I think a watch along would be the best option for that. So yeah.
1: And and now that we have a mystery opponent, um, it'll be even more interesting to watch along. Uh, and that yeah. will be here at twitch.tv forward slash Pinfall Podcast. Yeah. Will we, will um, we watch you can watch
0: me. Here? You can watch me lust over technical wrestling in real time. Um. All right. I don't think I had anything else to say in my closeout, so.
1: Um, Remember, Forbidden Door Predictions tomorrow during the Impact Post show. Maybe a little wonky, depending on on what your schedule is like. Um, Yes, Idra, we will be doing it on Twitch. Um, Will not be uploaded to YouTube unless I can maybe cut it down and just grab some highlights. Um, But thank you all so much for watching. Follow and subscribe. Uh Twitch, YouTube, Spotify, Twitter, it's all Pinfall Podcast. Um, join us tomorrow for the impact post show as well as our predictions for Forbidden Door. And then obviously Sunday during Forbidden Door will be our watch along. No post show. We'll be taught we'll you'll get all of our feelings as we're doing it. So Um and we'll probably we'll, be- we'll do the dabs too. because yeah. that only makes sense. Yeah. Um and find out who will be crowned the Pinfall Podcast Prediction Champion. I am running away with this shit.
0: Alright, thanks
1: One everyone who tuned in tonight. Oh um God. we
0: really appreciate it and we love you all very, very much. <laughs> we'll see you all tomorrow.
1: Um, Have a great rest of your night. Great to start to your Thursday. Bye bye.